Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Live from the Danger Room, hidden deep under a Westchester mansion, it's the Mighty Marvel Tooncast with Tim Nidell and Jeremy Shields. Two of you. The odds are getting better and better. Spiders. Danger. We always kiss the bridesmaids, too. This ain't Cajun country, hun. Zip those lips. Kumbaya. He's alive. And in a lousy mood. I can't believe it. Get away while you can. Join them as they review classic Marvel animation. And now, here's Tim and Jeremy. Excelsior. Hello, this is Jeremy. This here will be Tim and I giving commentary to the first episode of the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s, Night of the Lizard. Currently, the video is blocked on YouTube by Disney. Thankfully, we will be able to hear the audio here on the podcast. Uh, an episode of us discussing this this particular episode of the Spider-Man series will be online very, very soon, if not already. Make sure you listen to both. It'll be fun. But here we go. New York City. If only everything down there was really as peaceful as it looks from up here. It's hard to tell with how choppy our video comes across just how smooth the animation is on this episode compared to other episodes in the series. Yeah, hold it right there. Yeah, like I was saying, you're going to love working down here. It's cool in the summer and warm in the winter and uh, no office politics. That sounds better than my last job. I was in the television business. TV? Really? Hey, my old TV gets these double images, you know what I mean? Hey, maybe you could... uh... No, I was a TV executive. Oh... Are you better off down here? I swear that had to have been an inside joke at Fox or something. Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so for being the first villain you'd choose for, a, for an animated series, do you think Lizard would have been your first choice? Um, no, I mean, I guess maybe Doc Ock or something like that. Yeah. For me. It's kind of nice that they go out of the box and don't choose. Any choice. 
What's this? Well, how this series was based around almost like the genetic recombinator. <laughs> this does fit very well to start with this because this this machinery becomes the uh, basis for a lot of how they created their villains just to keep it different. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, I was so excited for the series to start. I was probably more excited for this than I was the X-Men series, but of course I'm a huge Spider-Man junkie, so what did you expect? And we do acknowledge that we do not own this video because, as you can see, it still has Fox Kids up in the upper left corner. Oh, come on. <laughs> My house name is Fox. <laughs> what was that all about? The red eyes. Uh-huh. And, and I, know, I know you're older than I am. Because in, in every Spider-Man game, you never can swim. All right, fine. Just, just fall right to the water. Yep, like the Spider-Man movie two game, you hit the water and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, guess it all goes with the job, Peter. I have a new job for you. You've always gotten good shots of Spider-Man, right? Let's see what you can do with the lizard. The who? The lizard, Parker. Did you love the voices. Maybe you'd know what was going on. There have been reports of a giant lizard down in the subways. Ed Asner actually did this. I noticed. Mm -hmm. And Christopher Daniel Barnes is Peter Parker, also known as Prince Eric or Greg Brady in the movie version. Yeah. Yep. Chase? It's not a wild goose chase, smart mouth. Look, subway repairman, missing. His friend says the lizard got him. And Lost. having Ed Asner here as J. Jonah Jameson does remind me, you know, the Mary Tyler Moore having just passed this week, and he was her right. boss. That's right. <laughs> Name's Connors. This made the casting even more perfect. One of my teachers, Mr. Robertson. He's an expert in recombinant DNA and reptile mutagenics. He's How also a teacher. Yeah, whatever. You'll be in contact with Connors from now on, kid. But boss, the kid already knows him. And besides, do you have any idea what muto-what's-its are? Uh, Mr. Jameson, I still think this whole lizard thing is just a big hoax. Parker, the first one to get a photo of the lizard for my nightly news Gets a thousand dollar bonus. Uh, color or black and white? I love that they did introduce Eddie Brock early on in the series to get things ready for Venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew what they were doing. Car. Wait till I tell Aunt May. Hey, pretty lady. Why the frown? Nothing, Peter. Nothing at all. I just can't decide what to make for dinner. That's all. Oh, it's the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. She always keep things from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, thinking of things to buy for myself. She's been like a mother to me for years. This is where this series gets everything right, because it has real-life struggles for Peter Parker and money issues and stuff like that. That's what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man, is having that underneath. Just once, I want an assignment in some nice sunny suburb. Well, anyway, this lizard thing is probably <laughs> a myth. Oh, I love this line. Wait a minute. Looks like I was myth-taken. <laughs> love it! <laughs> 
Something that Stan Lee would have written in the 70s. Exactly. Little sister I never had or wanted. The funny thing is I was not familiar with this character until this episode and then uh, come to, you know, read in the comics and have where she popped up at some point, I think in the 70s, maybe even the 80s. Uh, They did, they did reuse her uh, when they had, uh, where, where, uh, before the Marvel Civil War, where Peter Parker had revealed his identity to comply with the uh, the registration that was the basis of it, uh, mm-hmm. they did have her write an expose book about Peter Parker. It was like, oh, the, the lies of him being Spider-Man, and he never told me, and I've known him all this time. And so, oh wow, yeah, you didn't. Something's wrong. Darn right. I love the spider sense in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. I always love the background that did. Mm-hmm. Nice time for a brownout, eh? Mm, no kidding. Spooky! Who's there? Who is it? No! Stay away! Dr. Connors? What's wrong? No, Deborah, wait! But it sounds like he needs help! This is already better than The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I did like the first movie. The first one's all right. Deborah, are you all right? I got the wind knocked out of me. What's that thing done to Doc Connors? I'm crossing my fingers for Spider-Man Homecoming that it is good, but so far I, I really enjoyed the Tobey Maguire movies, except for the third one, not as so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third one had some appealing qualities to it, but it was overpowered by the stupid parts. Yeah. The altering the origin in order to have uh, Sandman having shot Uncle Ben was stupid. Yeah. Peter, what? And they should have done one or the other or built up the Venom storyline for a fourth movie. Yeah. Yep. But uh, one thing Sam Raimi said that he was never a fan of Venom, and so him actually putting it in the movie was kind of a step. And the, the funny thing is, uh, I believe it was one of his brothers, him and one of his brothers who wrote that script. Temperature alpha. Respiration alpha. The genetic recombinator. All register normal, Dr. Connors. I even remember, uh, I bought the novelizations of those three films, and I remember I bought, I started reading the third one before I saw the third movie, and even yeah. reading through the book, I was like, something about this doesn't click. <laughs> and a mammal. All because of a couple of micrograms of reptile DNA and the neogenic recombinator. Incredible. No, Peter. This I know is- you're older than I am, but did you have any toys from this cartoon? But we can replace uh, I had a lot of the McDonald's cartoons uh, uh, or figures. I had, I think, a Spider-Man. I've still got a Mary Jane figure. I'm not sure what happened to my little Spider-Man I had. I don't know if I still have it or not. I lost a few things when I moved and got married and stuff. Yeah. A lot of my X-Men figures my mom gave away. <laughs> yeah, my parents did the same thing when I turned, what the hell was it? I think it was 19 and I moved away. They sold all my toys. And you're like, no! I mean, I wasn't going to play with them at that time, but it would be nice to keep them. Yeah, display them. I got shelves loaded with McDonald's toys and Hardy's toys and all kinds of things. I ended up buying back the majority of them already off eBay. (laughs) Maybe I should do that. (laughs) One of my favorite Spider-Man toys was actually the lizard from this animated series. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't remember if I actually had any toys specific to this series, but I have a lot of Spider-Man figures. I've even got a rather large one that I've uh, set up to where he's web swinging across my room that I'm in right now. Oh, wow. Uh... Oh, smiley! Oh! Great! 
there goes my $1,000 photo. <sighs> when am I going to get the hang of being a superhero and a photographer at the same time? And that is another great line for Spider-Man. Now that you crawled out of your sewer, maybe you'd better stick around. The perfect example why we needed a GoPro back in the 90s. <laughs> now you're really- then it would be kind of obvious that Spider-Man was submitting his own yes. stuff. <laughs> I love the monster movie Rain and Thunderstorm going on during that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Daddy? Yes. Yes, that was Kurt. It all started with a, a device. Kurt called it the Neogenic Recombinator. He used it on himself as an experiment to make his arm grow again. But it turned him into that... that creature! Why haven't you told anybody? The police! No! Who would believe her? Yeah, I know. And hurt him. Or worse. I know how that goes. But not if I can reach him first. I'm so scared. We'll keep this quiet. Long as we can. Uh oh. We're not alone. I pray that's one of the things that also. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was uh, but that's one of the things that's always been good about Spider-Man is he, and, and as as much as he could be like a superhero crime fighter, he really wants to help. And if he can somehow another redeem his villains or get them to change, he's all for it. Mommy, mommy. I was looking up online, and do you know who the voice of Aunt May is? Wait, I forgot. So she, you'll appreciate this because you're a huge uh, He-Man fan. She was actually in He-Man. <gasps> was she Tila? Yeah, she was. Fantastic! Yeah. Really cool. also the sorceress and Evil Lynn. Yeah, He Man actually had a very small cast, so people were doing yeah. several characters. That's really cool. I'm gonna think I need to have them on my guest list over at the Neverland podcast sometime. Yeah, they're they're hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Well, Alan Oppenheimer is on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I've I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> I've thought about trying, but I think you've you've told me you were having a hard time. So. Yeah, yeah, they're not easy. They're most of them. I think have retired from a lot of interviews. I don't. I'm not. Or the defenders. Well, maybe the Hulk. And there's your connection to the rest of the Marvel universe. I love it. Talking about the defenders, which uh, there is a new series on Netflix coming of the defenders very soon. But you can't even hurt him because trapped inside is your friend. But I have to fight him. It's the only way to stop him. To save him. Well, isn't this the story of my life? And there it is once again. Everything is very personal for Spider-Man. Every villain is somehow another personal or finds a way to attack him personally, even without knowing he's Peter Parker. Whoa! Not this fast! Uh-oh. Jill! Time to put on the brakes! My webbing's losing its consistency. I better change cartridges soon. Worst part of all this is, I was the one who helped the doc with his experiments. If it wasn't for me, huh? Save me! Now here's what I have always wondered about that scene. Is he thinking, or is he thinking out loud? Missing subway worker. Because if he's saying that out loud, he just confessed something to that subway worker. Doing himself. Needed my help, but I, I got weak. 
of food. It is one thing that's very cool about this series is they would let you hear what he's thinking a lot, and you'd have to just figure out, is he is he thinking or is he talking? Uh, here very soon he's going to be underwater and thinking out loud, you know, or thinking, and so you have to figure, okay, he's not actually talking because uh, he's underwater. Why did you bring me here, Kurt? Why? So we can be together. You're still my husband. I love you. I want to be with you, but not like this. I love you too. I need you, and, and I need your help with this. I need your hands to operate it for me. I'm okay. I'm back. You have a oh, I didn't realize you left. <laughs> my internet just crashed on me. Oh, wow. It'll transform you. You'll be able to heal any wound. Yes, for those who view this, you know, we have a lot of technical difficulties that we deal with trying to bring you this, so we hope you are very much enjoying it. Combinated to these electrical conduits, I can reach every home in the city. Every man, woman, and child. I can transform all of them. No more suffering. No more pain. But Kurt, after you transform everyone, we'll all be like you. Of course. I'm the first of a new race. Now that does remind me of uh, the Terry Goodkind Sword of Truth books, uh, Wizard's Second Rule. Sometimes the greatest evil is when you're trying to create something good. Mm -hmm. You're twisting things. I can make people well again. And I won't stop for anything! Not even for Billy! You want him- He's a human voice too. Who is the lizard? Are you still looking that's at that? Looking, that's what I was looking at just now. Because it reminds me a little bit of Skeletor. I almost think that's Alan Oppenheimer, but probably not. For you. Research. His mind's all reptile now. Joseph Campanella. Joseph Campanella. And what else has he done? You can. I don't see any animation. He did a soap opera, Guiding Light. Hmm. Well, it does very good in voice work for for a guy who mainly did soap operas. Yeah. Margaret, I'm sorry. And even adding that right amount of uh, sort of gravel to his voice to sound more monstrous. Yeah. Very good. There it is. Underwater talking. <laughs> strange. So strange. A week ago, this creature was a scientist. My teacher. My friend. He cared for people and wanted to help them just as I do. And now look at the both of us fighting each other. Fighting for our lives. Kurt! There, there's that emotional punch of Spider-Man. <laughs> and as I was saying, probably you were logged out. It was hard to tell sometimes when you were hearing his thoughts and when he was actually talking because he had a mask on. You couldn't see yeah, the yeah, yeah. moving. Yeah, I know. Or was he talking to himself out loud? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Which I guess you missed me commenting on the the subway worker who's right behind him when he's talking about I'm responsible for creating this thing and yeah I know I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Is he? He'll be okay. Oh. Now I've never understood when he turned back to human why he lost the arm again. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, he still got the DNA inside of him. 
shabby. Mm-hmm. And what rock going to end up? And with? also, you you've regrown it. What makes it ungrow? Mm-hmm. Okay, the lizard is Kurt Connors. I would have had you out here earlier, but Spider-Man webbed me. Dr. Connors is a respected scientist, Brock. And they're already building for Eddie Brock to have a hatred of Spider-Man, because he's got a reason to blame him for not getting the story. You better be right about this. Boss, if I'm wrong, I'll I'll, I'll eat today's issue with a bugle. J. Jonah Jameson, what brings you here this morning? <sighs> you want it cooked or raw? They needed to add a scene where he eats it. I know. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I sold an exclusive photo to the Daily Bugle. Oh, dear. What's wrong? Trust her. She's evil, Lynn. Happened to get this. <laughs> well, I, uh... No hemming and hawing. Aunt May, I, I... You followed Spider-Man into the sewer, didn't you? Uh... Yeah. Right. It's cold and damp down there. You probably got germs incubating even as we speak. You. I love this scene, just for that. You know, that's what Aunt May would do. He's Spider-Man, but to, to her, he's always going to be this puny little Parker weakling. And, oh, you're going to die from germs because you follow that awful Spider-Man around. And uh, Marissa Tomei, she's just not old enough to be Aunt May to me like that. Oh, I don't have the ending credits on these files, unfortunately. So we're just looking at blank screen. But there will be a podcast episode coming very soon where we discuss this episode and have a bit of a bio uh, for one of the characters. Also, I will be posting this audio on the feed. So if you'd like to watch it along with us in a more smooth way, if you have a way of watching this episode yourself, which is good luck because they never released this on video. I do love this cone, though, that we're looking at. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It really gives you a warning to not go any further. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I should stop right here. <laughs> so definitely, oh, we are on iTunes now. It is official, so please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rate and review, because that does help us with a, a very strong launch. Also, make sure you have subscribed here to our YouTube channel. As of today, I've only seen seven subscribers, so we really need to p- get this thing picked up. We want to share this with everybody and have fun. That's right. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be a great series. Also, make sure you're checking out Saturday Morning Rewind because Tim is now adding all kinds of different shows to Saturday Morning Rewind, even a video game rewind. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so now there's, now there's one episode a week. Ooh, so you're going to keep me busy adding more stuff <laughs> to listen to every week. So, oh, yes, do, doing an episode a week is a lot of work. I can I can I say know. that because hosting I the Neverland know. podcast, but it's totally worth it. it. Go check out the Neverland podcast. It's very awesome. You have a lot of great guests. You talk about everything between Marvel, you know, Disney, a lot of cool stuff. Yep, and I'm having an episode where I'm shifting gears this week because uh, the guest I wanted to have had to postpone again. So I've got to re-record a whole different idea. Mm-hmm. That's the thrill of podcasting. Which actually is a topic I'm going to talk about here in this week's episode because uh, I, you know, it's just such a blessing to podcast sometimes. And I've got some good yeah. fun stuff to share. So definitely check it out. Definitely check out Saturday Morning Rewind and be- definitely come back here next week because we're going to look at Night of the Sentinels from the X Men 90s series. Hooray! Wait, now the cool thing is, I actually remember, I remember watching it for the first time. I remember where I was, what I was doing. And because this show had such a huge impact on my early teenage years. Oh, yes, I remember it was on Halloween, and Philip was over at my house. We were so anticipating that show. It was great. Mm-hmm. So oh, yes. Soon. All right, so I'm going to let you talk to everybody while I go over and stop the broadcast because I have to go to another computer to do it.
All right, guys. Hey, how's everybody doing? You doing all right? Good. I love you. Yeah. What are you, you staring at? Okay, before this gets any weirder, goodbye. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.